by Kate, a small business marketing podcast. I'm your host, Kate Elfata. Welcome to another exciting episode of 8 by Kate. I'm Kate Elfata, and I'm joined today with Annabella Estrada. Bella, you want to tell people who we have on our show today? Yeah, absolutely. So today we have Dr. Darren Mazeppa. He is a lifelong resident of the Lehigh Valley, PA. He is passionate about four things, being the best father he can be to his son, Kai, his love for the Hawaiian Islands, attending concert, and transforming the lives of suffering people through reorganizational healing. In 1996, he set out to create a new paradigm in healing for the Lehigh Valley. His practice, Vitality Natural Healthcare Center, was born. Over the last 25 years, Dr. Darren has helped thousands of patients live happier, more productive lives. Whether it's through the most gentle form of chiropractic, allergy elimination, nutritional counseling, and support of any of the other tools in his professional arsenal, he always gives 100% to the person with whom he is consulting. He is the proud recipient of several awards over the past two decades and has been asked to speak at local, national, and international health conferences. Vitality is the very first network practice in the Lehigh Valley, and it's the longest established holistic practice in the area. Welcome, Darren. We are so excited to have you today. And a lot of people may not know this, but you and I go way, way, way back. Way Um, back. (laughs) And I consider you a very close and dear friend. So um, when I thought about doing something for New Year's and something that was um, based upon resolutions, the only person I thought of was you. Because you definitely inspire me. And sometimes when I'm in a weird head space, you're able to come in and snap me out of it. So I think you have a lot to offer people going into the new year. So thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you for having me here. And I have to say, it goes for you too. Thank you so much. Because when I'm in that funk, you can snap me out too. And I do appreciate that greatly. And your friendship greatly. Thank you. You mean my inappropriate text messages? Absolutely. (laughs) 100%. Okay, so we're going to just get right into it today. And I've asked you to put together eight resolutions that people will want to consider this New Year's Eve or New Year. So why don't we just get started? Okay, let's go right to number one. Number one is based on the fact of what this year has done to many, many people. This has been a really challenging year, 2020. Not too many people are going to be sad to see 2020 go. So as I look at it, number one is go on a negativity diet. I really want people to be more conscious and maybe just consciously aware of when negativity is in their consciousness or when they're thinking negative thoughts or when they're exposed to negativity from other people. It's a really big deal to just kind of, you know, trim the fat when it comes to negativity. How do you think people could do that with like relatives, though? I always find that to be a tricky part. (laughs) Um, uh, A couple things come to mind. One, there's no rule that says you can't divorce relatives. Number two, limit exposure or contact. Number three, just be aware when you're being triggered by their negativity. Some people, it can just roll right off of you and it's not a big deal. But other people, it's almost like nobody knows how to push my buttons better than the people who are closest to me. 
Yeah, I got a few of those. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I totally agree with that. <laughs> no, that that's a great, I love that because I think, again, going into the new year, this is what we need because of just the way things have been for 2020. It's just so negative as a whole that mm-hmm. just being able to pluck out that negative whether it's people or whether it's negative habits that you have um, and just pulling those out and starting fresh. And we're going to see things associated with the other side of this coin further down on the list. But the idea is, you know, flip that coin over, look for the positivity, look for the lemonade out of the lemons. That's an important thing too. And that helps go on a negativity diet. I love it. Mm -hmm. All right, great. Let's go on to number two. Number two is be conscious when you eat be conscious in what you eat and be conscious how you eat. I think everyone's struggling with this one. I, I, oh, yeah. I am. I just had a dark chocolate covered caramel because I was stressing a few minutes <laughs> oh ago. Oh my so. gosh. <laughs> I just had, I had a chocolate caramel cluster today hey. too. I just opened the box. I was like, I have to. I beat you both. I had the most <laughs> awful thing this morning. What? Which was a chocolate Entenmann's donut. <laughs> that's that's living right there. That's so, it's so okay. gross. It's a- we're being very good examples of how best to not be. So let's talk about how to be. Be conscious. You know, conscious of your headspace when you're eating is a huge thing. Be conscious of the choices you're making. That's a huge thing. And also, you know, how you're eating. There was a study that said people gain weight when they eat standing. So just taking a moment to sit down and just be present when you're eating is a huge thing. Not having any social media, not having television mm-hmm. on anything like that. Just really look at the conscious presence you can have when you're consuming nourishment and consuming nourishment is different than shoving a burrito in your face, mm-hmm. like a wood chipper. They're different. Different. Yeah. <laughs> written 15 or so years ago called French women don't get fat. And the whole con- concept of that book was how French culture views food. They eat some things like heavy fats one day. They know they'll change that up and do something else the next day. They also take their time. Mm. Meals can last an hour, two hours, three hours. Oh yeah. Oh wow. Instead yes. of just throwing the stuff in your face in five minutes and moving on to your next task. Eating is supposed to be a religious experience, not a check mark. Hmm. I mean, I, I'm guilty because I'm working yeah. so much. And I know mm-hmm. Bella can say the same thing that sometimes yeah. it's like one o'clock, two o'clock. And I'm like, I didn't eat anything yet. I need yeah. to go quick, shove something in my face. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. And, and you know what? So many people are guilty of that or, or at least conscious that they're doing that. In the new year, let's at least move towards being conscious eaters consciously aware of what and how we're eating yeah i love that one thank you that's Mm -hmm. great all right let's go into number three next three is your physical body check in with your physical body check in with where you're holding tension check in with where your body feels like it's talking to you it might be neck shoulders back arms legs toes how many people are clenching their fists or their jaw and don't even know they're doing it You know, I always say in my practice, there's neck and shoulder people and there's low back people. And basically those are just habits. I have a habit of holding stuff in my neck and shoulders, or I have a habit of holding stuff in my low spine. And just like anything else, you can change a habit. I bit my nails for 27 years. And if I can change that habit, anybody can modify any behavior. Trust me. 
Yeah. I mean, I always say to you, I'm like, oh, my body's like click, clickety clackety and sounds like a rice crispy. And you're like, well, that's not always bad. Well, those clicks and pops almost always are just nitrogen bubbles being released in the joint spaces. And it's a sign that you're alive. So I had a friend who was an orthopedic surgeon and he used to say, don't worry when your body makes noise, worry when your body stops making noise. So yeah, in most absolutely. Instances like that, that's your body self-regulating. It's clicking and popping because it's checking in and doing its job. All right. Good. Absolutely. Good. I love that. Mm-hmm. Good to and know. It, it goes, it goes with also number two, being conscious of what you're eating, but also be conscious of your body and how it's feeling and what it's telling you. Totally. Totally agree. Awesome. Let's go right into number four. Number four is a big one. Number four is breath, focused breath. One of the best ways to really kind of check in and change your headspace, your brain space. I mean, literally your neurological rhythms is breathing. Do some rhythmic inhales, do some rhythmic exhales. There's so many different systems out there. There's four, seven, eight. There's all kinds of different things. You can do any way that you want. But it's just one of those things where paying attention, you see a, a theme here, be conscious with your breathing. Yeah. Can, could we go through one real quick together? Yeah. Why don't we do a four, seven, eight? Okay. Eight what we're going to do is we're going to inhale for four, we're going to hold it for seven, and then we're going to slowly exhale for eight. Okay. I'll do the breathing and the counting with you. So let's go ahead and inhale. One, two, three, four, hold for seven, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Now exhale slowly for a count of eight. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. So many studies show that literally changes your brain waves. There's alpha, beta, theta, delta, all these different things. Alpha state is where we've basically been living since all of 2020. And we want to get into more of a theta relaxed or a delta deep relaxed kind of situation. Mm-hmm. And how, d- how often do you think you should do that during a day, any given multiple, day? Multiple times throughout the day. I don't think there's a t- uh, too much. You can't breathe too much. <laughs> and... I think, you know, if again, going back to the conscious part, if you feel that you're kind of being stressed, take a minute mm-hmm. and just do that thing, that, that four, seven, eight, three times is enough to do really a change in your brain. Mm-hmm. So I, I think you could do that three times a day, five times a day, eight times a day. If you work on Wall Street 20 times a day, who knows? <laughs> <you> know? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I've been trying to do, to focus on my breath more and try that, especially in like, if I feel like anxious or anything like that throughout the day, I try and do that. But the only time I actually feel like really good is when I step outside and I do it for sure. some reason. There's something magical. We're all in the Northeast up here. So it's uh-huh. really cool right now. There's something magical about inhaling that cold breath into your lungs. It's a cool feeling, you know? That- yeah. I feel so much better yeah. when I just, and it is cold, but I, for some reason I love it. Like I have to go outside and just, breathe even if it's just going for a walk or something to the car whatever yep i agree with you totally awesome i'm gonna definitely try to do more of that (laughs) because i don't think i like really pay attention to it and i i agree with you i think it's really really important and it's like any other habit you can do that while checking emails Mm -hmm. 
Yes. Uh, actually, that's probably what I needed the most. <laughs> I mentioned that one to you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go to number five, because this one is one of my favorites. Number five really kind of defines me to the core. It's smile. It's laugh. It's read jokes, tell jokes, watch comedies. You know, it's funny how Friends is making such a resurgence right now. All these, mm -hmm. the next generation is discovering Friends because it's funny. It's goofy. It's funny. So there is so much evidence that laughter and smiling and all those things boost your immune function. So. Okay. So let's talk about go-to funny shows or movies. Seinfeld. Bella? Mine is, mine is friends. You all friends, know my, yeah. yep. <laughs> mine is, of course, the Golden Girls. Of course, we know the Golden Girls. Ab Fab and Curb Your Enthusiasm. Curb Your Enthusiasm, right. So <laughs> there's so many options right now. I mean, um, I think about something like, you know, started out as not being really that big and then became huge. What comes to mind is Shit's Creek. Shit's Creek mm -hmm. was you know, amazing. And so funny, but still touching. There was still a lot of humanity yeah. there. You know, it's always sunny in Philadelphia, dark and bizarre, but still hilarious. Mm -hmm. You know, even just comedy movies. There's so many options, you know, right. It's Christmas time. Watch Elf. Mm -hmm. We're just friends. Or just yeah, I love that. So there's so many options, even just going online. I, I have a, a smart device and I have my friend Alexa tell me jokes all the time. You know, yeah. there's oh, corny that's a good dad thing. jokes that I do with my son and he just loves it. You can have her tell corny dad jokes. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. Yeah. All right. Awesome. Okay. Number six. Number six really goes to the concept of how disconnected we're all right now. We're all told to keep our distance and keep our space and this and that. It makes it a little bit harder to number six, show kindness. Let others know you care. Reach out to people and just say, hey, I'm checking in on you. Are you okay? Mm -hmm. We just had a huge snowstorm here. I checked in with some people and just said, hey, are you all right? Do you need anything? I have elderly neighbors in their 80s. And I said, if you need anything, just let me know. Just showing kindness is also kind of like I said on the very first one, the flip side to the negativity diet. Yeah, I mean, this was the first year in a long, long time that I actually did handwritten cards this yeah. year because I just felt like it was needed. Yeah. Yep. You know, so, so I, I love that. I, I think we definitely do more of that. And kind yeah, of demonstrated in so many different ways. It doesn't have to be some grand gesture. It could be a text. Mm -hmm. It could be a phone call. It could be if you're on social media, dropping somebody a, a private message and just say, hey, just letting you know I'm thinking about you. That's all. Yeah, absolutely. I love that. Okay, number seven. Seven goes back to that connection thing. Donate time in helping others. Volunteer somewhere. Volunteer at an animal shelter, at a food pantry, at a soup kitchen. I keep hearing in all of the news reports how more people than ever have been needing to go to food pantries to get food wow. for the family for the first time in their lives. So it's a real thing. There's more animals in shelters because people couldn't afford to keep their pets anymore. If we're truly in an economic crisis, 
it ripples out in so many directions. And it used to be the most disenfranchised or the homeless or the this or that. Mm-hmm. That's not the case anymore. There's so many people who have such, you know, dire need that never experienced that before. I remember seeing a report of a fellow who works at a food kitchen. He said, we've never seen Audis and Mercedes before, but we are now. Wow. So this is affecting everybody. And if you're as blessed as I am and other people are, give back some time. And checkbook charity counts too. You know, if you just want to write a check or give some money, that's important too. But a lot of times it's time. It's Mm -hmm. boots on the ground kind of thing that helps. Yeah, absolutely. I think also with, you know, the holidays going to be different for everybody this year. I think it is a good time for everyone to think that, you know, everyone's going to be doing new traditions, but I think we, you can incorporate, incorporate some volunteering this year into those holiday traditions and it's going to be different this year. So why not give back and volunteer? That's a great idea, Bella. Now here's the crazy thing. This is also the most popular time to donate food and time in this mm-hmm. and Think about doing this in May. Think about doing this in September yeah. when it's not the holiday time because that's really when the pantries and the kitchens and the shelters yeah. don't have people checking in on them all the time and not wanting to volunteer. So yeah, absolutely. Mark your calendar for once a month or once a quarter. Mm-hmm. Check in with a place. Pick your favorite place. My dog came from a place called the Sanctuary at Hoffsville. She's a rescue and they're always in need of help. Yeah. You, you, that whole point about it trickling down and you yeah. sometimes you don't realize what is being impacted as far as, you know, the economy and people having hard times. Um, I, I even know that I was watching the news the one time and they were showing the lines waiting before Thanksgiving. Yeah. And a lot of the people in line were actually helping others that weren't able to get out. So. Yeah. So you had like, you know, Mm -hmm. nieces and nephews getting stuff for their older aunts and uncles and things like that, that weren't able to get out. And Mm -hmm. that's super sad, you know, I mean, luckily they have somebody, but think about all the people that probably do not have somebody to help them. Mm -hmm. A big part about this is pride. If you need help, do not hesitate to reach out. Somebody listening to this podcast right now could be in this situation. Yeah, totally. Reach out. There's so many agencies right now. And truthfully, Feeding America and Fill Abundance and all of the like the really big ones, they're overloaded with donations. They're happy to give food away. They're they're so happy that they have so much to give. So if that's you, reach out. Which kind of leads us into number eight. Number eight. (laughs) Number eight is a simple one. Gratitude, gratitude, gratitude. Be grateful for what you've got. Find anything in your life to shift your consciousness towards what you've got and away from what you don't have. Be grateful for the roof over your head. Be grateful that you've got four wheels that move you around. Be grateful that you've got some kind of electronic device that you can connect with other people. Look at your fridge. All of the things that you have that are blessings in your life. Family either near you or not near you, but connection, connection, connection. Gratitude is one of those things where I, I'm I'm not a huge Oprah fan, but Oprah got gratitude right. She's been talking about the gratitude journal all the way back to the 1980s, <laughs> you know? Yeah, I just, it's so funny because I just had this conversation with somebody today, like probably like an hour ago. Mm-hmm. And 
you know, things are rough right now for everybody. And I was like, I told them, I said, you know what? I know this is hard right now, but let's just reflect and realize how grateful we are to just have a roof over our head today. And they were like, whoa, you're actually so right that like, you know what, whatever I was complaining about, that's not even a big deal. You're so right. And I'm like, yeah, we just need to be in the moment right now, you know? And that's it. And just, just reflect on what you do have. And we've all got struggles. There's no doubt about that. But I mean, I, I look at it, I'm a chiropractor and I've got a very successful practice. I know many of my colleagues have had to shut down mm-hmm. due to the COVID crisis, or I've just closed their doors altogether. And that just makes me reflect on how grateful I am for what I do have and how I can better serve my community, that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah I mean, we see that a lot on our end with working with a lot of small business owners oh, and them yeah. either you know, struggling to find a way, or like you said, we've had many clients that, you know, can't come back or aren't able to come back after all this. So um, I know I'm super grateful and I'm grateful to my team and the, and my friends. Um, I feel bad that I made a post last night about how I miss traveling. It seemed mm-hmm. like such a insignificant thing, but I was just, I was getting all these um, mm-hmm. sponsored ads about all these like places and destinations to travel and it had me FOMO. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I don't think, I think too, like, like Darren said, everyone has struggles and everyone's struggles are different. And, but it doesn't mean that because you're struggling with something certain doesn't mean it's not invalid. Right. Yes. You know, like, yeah. And it is valid. Absolutely. Good point. Yeah. It's definitely that it's definitely valid because there's some (laughs) things too that I like get so like, you know, upset about or something. And I'm like, crap, you know what? Why am I even, I'm grateful, but, but still, it still makes me, you know, I'm still bummed because that, you know, I'm missing out on certain things this year. Um, And that's okay. You know, it's okay to feel that way. Well, I think it's the whole overall feeling cooped up where I was someone that was traveling several times a year Mm -hmm. and not being able to, you know, to do, what I've been able to do for so many years and being yeah, how was, how was, feeling locked up. How was Sundance this year? You know, that kind of thing. Yeah. Oh, it yeah. was amazing actually. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, I do look, go back and look at that and say, Oh, that, that was my last trip. And I always, I remind myself that, you know, the last trip was in January and, but it'll, it's okay. It'll mm-hmm. all be okay. And I'll get to travel again soon. Mm-hmm. But that's a real struggle. That's a real challenge. Yeah. I want to see live music. I go to concerts all the time. I might be the only person you know with has a line item in his budget for concert tickets. (laughs) Bella's right there with you. She is, uh, she buying tickets all the time. How many tickets did you have to get refunded this year, Bella? I have like around eight that I think I, I got like some money back, but most of them got rescheduled. Yeah. I had 11 tickets outstanding. Uh Yeah, one of them got refunded. Four of them got rescheduled. But then again, I took the refund. Like one of them, staying at the Met, they rescheduled for 2022. I can't say wow. available on that day. In yeah. 2020, you know? <laughs> yeah. Well, I got but, refunded for one to just buy more tickets to another show. So I was like, okay, but <laughs> I'm like, I don't know what's going to happen in 2021. But I'll get more tickets. Okay. We'll just keep going. <laughs> Number eight was about gratitude. So I'm really bummed that I didn't get those concerts, but I'm really grateful for the huge refunds that went on my American Express. (laughs) Straight up. (laughs) Talk about lemon and lemonade. (laughs) (laughs) 
Okay, so I know that you have a bonus for us. So we talked about the eight, but I know you have a bonus. Yes. The bonus one applies to all of them. And that's simply be present. Practice mindfulness. Be present in your body, in your life, and just be aware of everything that's going on around you. The mm-hmm. magic that's around you, the positivity, the food that you have, the gratitude that you have, the breath that you have, the smiles that you have, all of those, be present with them. Awesome. I love it. And I definitely need to improve on that. Um, and I have been trying to do that. Like when people... Um, call me I'm not multitasking Mm -hmm. anymore like I actually look away from what I'm doing to focus on the conversation I'm having because I'm going to be honest before I'd be like doing another thing at the same time (laughs) so I'm trying to be better about being present in the moment and with the task or the person that I'm with so I think everyone can can definitely improve on that in um in 2021 it's interesting Absolutely. because the latest neuro- neuroscience research says multitasking is a myth. You're not actually multi- multitasking. You're sort of tasking. Uh, I agree. I oh, think. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yes, I do. You, you can't give 100% to yeah. something, <laughs> multiple things at the same time. So. I feel it. And, and there's, and I think we just had this conversation like multi, sometimes if you're like multitasking so much, and then at the end of the day, it feels like you got nothing done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. you know because you actually weren't focused <laughs> yeah. So yeah try to do that a lot well <laughs> thank you so much Darren for oh, these yeah, tips I think everybody can take something away from this um, and I super appreciate it mm. love you yeah, guys thank you so much thank you and and this was really a lot of fun I knew this was going to be fun but it even surpassed my high of expectations so thank you guys awesome thank Thank you you. so much thank you so much darren for joining us if you're local to the lehigh valley and want to learn more about dr darren mazeppa and the vitality natural health care center please visit his website at thevitalitycenter.com and follow on on instagram and facebook at vitality lv Darren has a special offer for our listeners today. Mention this podcast and you will receive $100 off your initial consultation for any service with Dr. Darren. Use code FAREWELL2020. Give them a call to book your appointment today. Tune in next week where we will be chatting about eight tips to refresh your business for 2021. Awesome. I'm excited to talk about that next week, Bella. Thank you everyone for listening and we will see you next week. Happy marketing.